Hello and welcome to Calling All Detectives from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Calling all detectives. There's an old joke about a restaurant owner going out to eat. But I once saw that happen because the owner was afraid to eat his own food. That is the situation on this page from my casebook. The casebook of Jerry Browning, private detective. It doesn't take a private detective like me, Jerry Browning, to know that the guy who dishes it out can't always take it. after midnight, and I was hungry. So instead of heading home, I decided to stop off at Louie's Hamburger Heaven. Louie was an ex-burglar who'd swapped his jimmy for a skillet and was doing fine the last time I'd seen him. But tonight, there wasn't a customer in the place. A short-order cook I'd never seen before was dozing over a crossword puzzle, and as for Louie... Hello, Jerry. How are you? I'm fine, Louie. But what's with you? I'm okay, I guess. Sit down. Louie's smile was fixed and a little punchy. Got a lot of improvements since you've been here, Jerry. Hey, Gus, meet an old pal, Jerry Browning. Gus put down his crossword puzzle, waddled over, gave me a flabby hand to shake. Pleased to meet you. He turned to Louie. Guess I'll go on back and clean up, Louie. Yeah, Gus, go ahead. When Gus was out of hearing, Louie whispered, Gus has a record, Jerry, just like me. That's why I hired him. You gave me a break once, so now I'm passing it along. Gus is going straight. He'll never steal no more. I grinned. That's fine. But right now I'm hungry. Every time I come in here, you offer me a fish burger or chocolate burger or something. Why not tonight? Louie gulped. Oh, Jerry, you make me feel like a heel. Tell you what, I'll take you out and buy you a sandwich. Strictly between the two of us, the food in this joint is prison. And I mean prison. When I stopped off at Louis' Hamburger Heaven, he told me his food was poison, and he meant it. We went to Louis' competition, Clancy's Chili Parlor. Louis, uh, about time you waste up that your food ain't fit for human consumption. What'll you have, gents? Louis winced, but swallowed the insult. Chili, a steak burger with trimmings, apple pie a la mode, and coffee for my pal. For me, a glass of water. While I ate, Louie told me his tale of woe. Business was fine, terrific. So good I had to hire a nightmare. Gus, the one you met, Jerry. I put in a new stove for a great big deluxe refrigerator. It took four guys to lug the thing in this morning. It's so big. And tonight a guy orders a Louie burger, a peanuts and tuna fish, and he gets sick. 
He says it's the food. Who am I to argue with the guy? So I says it's on the house. Okay, comes the next guy, bacon burger. He gets sick too. So I try some food. I get sick. Gus tries it, he gets sick. No matter what we try, this stuff makes us sick. So when more customers come in, I tell them we're out of everything. Everything in your place has gone bad? Well, that's impossible, Louie. Yeah, but it happened. And when a word gets around, I'll be out of business. No, you won't. There's ways of tracking down trouble like that. Come on, I'll show you how. Back at Louie's place, we found Gus the Nightman down on all fours trying to get a mop stick behind the big, gleaming refrigerator. Leave that be, Gus. Thing's too heavy to move. Come on out front. We got work to do. Late as it was, I persuaded an inspector from the Department of Health to come down to the place. Jerry, there's nothing wrong with the food when it comes in here. The bulk meat, staples and unopened packages all check perfect. And what's been making people sick? Well, it's easy. Somebody has dumped washing soda into all open supplies. The moment the inspector left, Louie, Gus, and I went to work. Threw out all food that wasn't in unopened containers. Dumped salt, pepper, sugar, mustard, ketchup, even ice cubes. <sighs> well, Louie, that does it. Uh, I'm going home for some sleep. Tomorrow we'll try to figure out who did this to you and why. Good night. When I got to my office the next morning, I found an urgent message from Louie. Hamburger heaven was on fire. The excitement was over by the time I got to Louie's place. Charlie, my day man, discovered a fire, Jerry. Started in all them boxes and junk we turned out last night. Charlie nodded confirmation. A good thing I found it before it got going good or the joint would have been down. Looked to me like somebody flipped a cigarette in there. Louis scowled. That Clancy who runs a chili parlor, he smokes lots of cigarettes, Jerry, lots of cigarettes. Take it easy, Louis. Don't go making any hasty accusations. You've got no proof against Clancy. I patted his shoulder, promised to come back that evening after I'd finished up on another case. But when I arrived at Hamburger Heaven late that afternoon, the place was deserted again, and Louis looked gloomier than ever. It ain't no use, Jerry. There's a hex on me. What's the matter now? Gus, come here, Gus. Let Jerry take a look at you. Gus waddled over to us. His face was a mass of red spots. Measles the guy has got. Now I'll be quarantined for a couple of weeks, and I sure can't blame that on Clancy. Oh, I guess not. Well, better get Gus to a doctor and let's learn the worst. Don't worry about me. I got me own doctor. Gus shouldn't have said that. It broke poor Louie's already battered heart. Gus, you stuck with me through all this trouble. What kind of a guy you think I am? Not taking care of you when you get sick. Sure, I'll take you to a doctor the best in time. I said I'll go to my own doctor. Now leave me alone. Louie looked surprised and hurt. Okay. If that's how you feel about it. I put my hand against the cook's chest. It may be okay with Louie, but it's not okay with me, Gus. You're going to a doctor, and with us. Gus tried to knock my hand away, then swung on me. I countered, slapped his face lightly. My hand came away, smeared with red. After that, I really went to work. Sure, he'd faked the measles. With red ink. Gus tried that after his two other attempts to close up the place failed. 
He had to close up Louie's place, all because of that big new refrigerator. Gus wasn't around when it was installed. And when he got there that evening, he found the huge machine standing directly in front of the wall baseboard where he'd concealed some stolen jewelry. Yeah, Gus was one crook who hadn't reformed. He was using Louie's place as a front and as a cash for his loot. He couldn't move the big refrigerator to get at his stuff while Louie or the day man were around. So, he tried to close up the place. <laughs> there was a nice reward for recovering the jewels. Louie got that and spent it on electric dishwashers. As for Gus, he got ten years. Like I said, when you cook up trouble for somebody else, be careful, or you may wind up in the soup. <laughs>